Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and uh, we have another Sundance film review from the Sundance Film Festival. Uh, this review, we are talking about Coming Home in the Dark, which had its midnight premiere last night um, on, on the Sundance app or wherever you were watching. Today, I am joined from the Film Posers podcast. We have Gabby. Gabby, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Good morning. Um, I don't know. I don't know where you're. Um, which state you're in? But I, I assume it's like t- about what was ten thirty around you. Yeah, I'm in Puerto Rico, so yeah, it's ten thirty a.m. here. Oh, I didn't even know you. Were. Okay, oh, Puerto Rico, nice. Um, my boss is from Puerto Rico, so that's all he talks about. So that's cool. Um, this is your first time on our on our podcast, so very nice to have you here. Uh, you watched Coming Home in the Dark last night. How how was how was how was it watching that? Um, so late. Um. So what I have been doing with all of those midnight premieres because they are at one a.m. here in Puerto Rico due to the time difference. Yeah. So I've been taking a power nap before. <laughs> it's uh i uh so when i went to sundance last year i couldn't do the midnight screenings because they were way too late and i had to get back into back into the city and stuff so you know Mm -hmm. like lift rides and and the buses were crazy but um yeah so watching this at midnight at home i still felt it because i you know you watching movies all day and then like i try to do a nap but i'm not really a nap person if i go to sleep i'm out and that's it um so i was struggling by like the second half of this movie to get through it um but we're gonna give our thoughts on them on the movie here today um quick bio on the movie uh coming home in the dark it was midnight premieres um at sundance film festival uh the bio reads winding down a, a desolate road through an endless valley alan and jill stop their car to take their teenage boys on the hike through the New Zealand wilderness as they rest for a picnic at a clearing overlooked the water. Two ominous-looking drifters appear out of nowhere, silently surrounding the peaceful clan and radiating a threat of imminent danger. With the swift act of violence, these men take the family by force, a seemingly random decision that sets them all on a maddening collision course with the ghosts of their past, from which there is no escape. A movie was written and directed by James Ashcroft, um yeah so uh, i was looking forward to this by the bio because i really was interested by the bio um and in the movie we can get into it right here but i'll start off with you uh what were your thoughts on the movie what'd you think i actually really enjoyed it i honestly thought it was because they in the description you know sundance in the sundance website it said this movie contains extreme violence and gore and I remember thinking, oh, if it's way too violent, I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. Because yeah, yeah, I can yeah. hand I can handle gore, but you know, I have my limits too. So I went to this film thinking it was gonna rain blood or something like that. <laughs> but Yeah, same here. I, I, I thought when when it especially uh I don't know if you watched the uh the opening kind of uh talk with the director. Yeah. And the programmer was like, it's not for the faint of heart. So I was already like, oh, man, it's way yeah. too late for, like, guts and blood. But Yeah, I, yeah. I was that, that – is, I thought the exact same thing. So <laughs> I went into it thinking, well, I have it reserved. You know, might as well. Mm-hmm. So – but I, I really liked it. I honestly liked it. I think part of my enjoyment of that film was just how psychotic Daniel Gillies was. Oh yeah, he was great. Um, he was really good. I uh, 
I thought so when it when it started I it because it's, it's nothing groundbreaking or new mm-hmm. per se because you've probably seen a couple you know like the hitch like the hitchhiker movies and stuff like that or if you're familiar with the horror movie the guest you know you have these kind of psychotic strangers who are infiltrating some kind of family or uh but what, what was interesting about this movie was that it was being set up so well and it was already starting off as so ominous so mm-hmm. i was kind of preparing myself for a lot of what was gonna, a lot of what was gonna happen as far as like you know shocking scenes it's just every time every time moments wind down i just i was just expecting something crazy to happen and it starts off pretty pretty crazy we won't go into spoilers but um i think the first big like kind of conflict was re- was done really really well and done out of nowhere i think some of the, i think the dialogue in, in the movie was also a lot like really really strong as far as uh different kind of lines and then when the movie goes on you kind of you start to unravel what what like what their purpose is as far as daniel gillies uh and why he's doing this to and why he's doing this to these people uh wondering if it was it's a random act or an act of a act of sort of like a revenge story or something like that all of that kind of unravels and i think it's done so well did you have the same uh did you have the same kind of thoughts on that yeah for sure but honestly by the third act i was getting really really tired so i have to admit that i i'm i'm pretty sure i missed something Mm-hmm. in the third act because to me uh daniel gillis purpose was not very clear mm-hmm. because you know yeah. they, they told this whole story about something from his past mm-hmm. but it wasn't really clear if that was it that was his main purpose or if there was something else because the story was kind of ambiguous in itself the mm-hmm. one that he was telling from the school yeah, I agree. Cause I thought I, cause I, I think by like, I'm trying to think of a scene. I think the multi, okay. So when you have these kind of movies, uh, you have to do, there's a lot you have to, it's not your standard horror movie where you can just bring up new kind of victims and stuff. You're dealing with the same two or three or four uh, amount of victims. So you have to be kind of creative on what happens throughout the movie, especially like hostage situations. And I found a lot of those instances, instances getting really, really weak as far as, you know, kind of getting away, something, someone doing something stupid, characters coming out of nowhere doing stupid things and not, you know, there's a lot of moments. Maybe I was just tired and I was like frustrated. But I was like, oh, my God, like you could have done that and this and that and the third. But, you know, we're not in these situations, so we would know what to do and whatnot and how to handle situations. So it's easy for us to say behind, you know, you know, behind the camera and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I thought for the most part, uh, everything was done well. Uh, One of my big qualms, one of my big qualms was like, I wish to sound because I turned my TV up, but I wish to sound pickups for daniel gillies was a lot better because there was a lot of moments where i had to put the captions on because he was like either speaking really really quickly or 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 like mumbling it reminded me a lot of like uh bradley cooper and a star is born where i'm like dude what are you saying you got to speak up but you know um but i thought his presence was really really good i thought he i thought his presence 
as a, as a villain and the and the um person that he's with all the time too. I thought their presence was really really striking. Uh, what do you think about that? He was he was fantastic. He was my favorite part of the movie, and I really liked the movie. But he just brought life to it. Like he was the one thing from the movie that I just loved every second of. Because I have. Yeah, I agree. Because honestly, my the first role I saw Daniel Gillies is the Vampire Diaries. So mm-hmm. to me, he's always been Elijah Michaelson from the Vampire Diaries, <laughs> and I have truly never seen him on anything else. So seeing him in this film, you know, a character completely different than what he played in the Vampire Diaries, obviously, I just was so surprised by his range and how well he played this character. He scared me. He did. Yeah, he was. I thought I I known him. I I know him from that show. And I know him also from Spider-Man 2. Um, And then there's another show that he's on called The Originals that I like him in. Yeah, That's the Vampire Diaries spinoff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I didn't even like when when the movie starts, and I was like, "Oh, look who it is!" You know, I always like when actors get a chance to do something that they haven't done. Mm-hmm. You know, like when they're like doing whether it's like a comedic actor doing like a, a horror role or something that reminds me of that is a movie that was pretty under the radar last year, um, but it was called Becky, and uh, it was uh, I forget I'm forgetting his name. Let me see. Uh, uh, it was called Becky and one of the actors is a comedic actor mm-hmm. and he's playing like this villain and I really like Kevin James um, he's you know you know him from like uh, you know um, yeah, yeah. Mall Cop, like you know all that all those yeah. funny movies and funny roles and he's playing like this like um, psychotic kind of bad guy and I really really like when actors kind of uh, change up their norm and go different. Mm-hmm. And I, and I really liked what Daniel Gillies did here. He was very, uh, like I said, his presence was very, very striking. And uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting it at all. I just thought, um, also I thought all the performances were good. Like, yeah, it was really good. Honestly, all yeah. of the performances were good, but Daniel Gillies stood out, uh, stands out mm-hmm. from the rest of the cast to me. And I especially agree, yeah. liked, a scene at the end i'm not gonna spoil it but you saw the movie you know what i'm talking about yeah, like, yeah, near yeah. the ending i loved that scene it was just so insane mm-hmm. how yeah, when, this character when things start to go crazy yeah. yeah that character just it was so insane and it honestly brought chills to my body how insane his character was Agreed. I um I I think so. I I think this is like a uh, perfect movie to to premiere at midnight as far as a horror oh, yeah. goes. For sure. Um, it's a it's a definitely it's definitely like an environmental kind of horror, uh, psychological because you just you you see the uh the parents in this movie as the movie is going on. They're just they're just even they are just getting crazier and crazier and more paranoid and just in defense mode and stuff um i wish certain things would have been cleared up more as far as what happened to yeah. certain characters i'm sure you know what i'm talking about yeah. but um it wasn't really clear what had happened to that character i just assumed that they would come back or something but it was very kind of like kind of it kind of missed me when whatever happened to that person I was like, oh okay um and then the movie kind of the ending talking about the ending so once again, I think it, the movie is about an hour and 36 yeah, uh, or hour and 33. And uh, by the ending, at least over. So I can imagine with you, it was like it's like 2.30. Yeah. It was 1.30 for me. And I was like, bro, like 
let's get th-. and it's not even a long movie it's not like two hours mm-hmm. it's only an hour and 33 but because of this format and because of the uh because of what the movie's about like you kind of have to do things to make to make this movie fre- feel fresh but mm-hmm. then by like 45 minutes besides the fo- performances i was just feeling like okay we are just running with the motions um you know we're kind of just driving around and stuff i do i i did like a certain scene like in a car when they're kind of expl- where he's kind of explaining uh well, well he's trying to kind of get out mm-hmm. what the big kind of secret is i like that a lot yeah. and once you find out what all that stuff is it's just very very tragic and sad to hear about uh so i thought that was good but then the the last like five minutes i was i was like i i think it needed oh. a little more explanation yeah yeah because, it was just so yeah. random because yeah amb- um, ambiguous endings you know exist and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't that's just mm-hmm. a fact and for this film i think we could have used more than just an ambiguous ending. We needed more explanation because that's not what the film was. You know, an, ab- okay. an ambiguous ending, it didn't actually go with the type of movie that this was. So I mm-hmm. honestly was expecting more resolution by the end. I agree. I agree. Because I thought it just, I was like, when it, when it, when everything happens, I was mm-hmm. like, that's it. You know, yeah. I was just like, it, it was one of those endings where, I always it if it if it hits if it hits good, and mm-hmm. if it's like a I'm trying to think of a move, ambiguous kind of ending, um, maybe like a, a a hereditary kind of ending or a midsummer, yeah, but or something you know, like that. Those endings work really well within the film. Exactly, exactly. So, and you kind of see the buildup of that happening, mm-hmm. you know, when those movies. This one, a character just does a switch, and I'm like. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand <laughs> yeah. that. I was yeah. did I miss something? That's when I was very confused because I kept thinking, you know, I'm really tired. I must have missed something. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, dude, am I just exhausted or did I miss a part? But I was like, now that all of a sudden the character is speaking, and I'm like, yeah. what is going on? But um, yeah, I I, I still enjoyed the movie. I think I it was. I think it's yeah. I did too. And to me, honestly, it wasn't really that violent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was listen. I I come off watching like Possessor and all these crazy, gory yeah. horror movies. Yeah. And I'm, when they when they when they were like, it's not for the faint of heart. Okay. There's one big shocker there, in the beginning. It is very intense. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's a that's it's a better intense, word. It's, but in terms of violence, you know, there are some scenes that are violent, but there are much more violent things playing at Sundance like I watched this after I watched eight for silver and that movie was way more violent and gorier than coming home oh, I'm excited Garden. yeah I watched that tomorrow I'm really excited it's really good I really like yeah it. yeah I'm hearing good things about that one and also too I watched censor before this as well oh my god and I was like way more violent yeah too. and I'm like there is like head drillings and stuff yeah. like that in censor so I was expecting the worst but like I mean there's a few yeah. but it's not like it's I mean not that bad i i mean yeah. for me exactly yeah for me i i guess it's like it, it, show, it goes to show that we're probably a little messed up but <laughs> if you're like if you're like someone being like what is wrong with me that i'm not fine fi- finding this 
violent. I know. I was like, am I conditioned? Because I uh, <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's it's some blood, but it's all right. I was like, because like you go off of some of those other crazy violent movies and gory and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even like is like that 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 cliff scene in Midsummer with the hammer yep. and all that stuff. Like you know, all that stuff is way more gory to me, at least than anything that really happens. There's a lot of shocking stuff. I I think that's why he said that we, uh, yeah. the programmer said what he said. There's a there's a shocking there's like shocking instances um that you that i didn't expect like especially that first big one in the beginning so, yeah i was um, so confused yeah. because i couldn't believe that they actually did that yeah i because i was watching it and you know you i had the audible gasp like oh like you know um because i wasn't expecting it mm-hmm. i was expecting someone to like mm-hmm. something to happen but i wasn't expecting like them or that because mm-hmm. I, I was like, so maybe that's because of, you know, because of who the characters are. You'll see, when, when this movie comes out, everyone will understand. But um, I wonder who will be, who, who's going to pick up this you movie. Know, I definitely. I um, think me and my friend who also watched it. It's Josie, you know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, we have this theory that it's going to be A24. You think it's A24? Yeah, I, I can I feel the vibe of a A24. Um I was trying to think of like maybe any other ones, but I I can I see the logo planted right in front yeah. of the movie. Um a poster for it. What yeah, I can already kind of see A24 picking something like or this. Or maybe up. it will end up on Netflix or Netflix, another yeah. streaming, but in terms of big production companies, you know, it gave me big a24 vibes and agreed agreed i heard there's a lot of movies that that's been given that kind of vibe yeah for, for sure but this one has been the most a24 one i've seen so yeah. far yeah okay. i would agree um all right everyone that is our review for coming home in the dark okay one 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 last thing it's called coming home in the dark everything happens in the daytime then it goes dark i just thought that was weird but um <laughs> I, mean, uh, I, I recommend going home in the dark if you think about it that's true like, literally, that's true. literally yeah with the that's actually true with the ending. Okay, all right, all right, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> um, all right, guys, that is our review for Coming Home in the Dark. Um, I highly recommend. I actually really enjoyed it. So, um, if you uh, want to follow more of our Sundance reviews, stay with the podcast. We'll have more reviews coming throughout the day. And uh, uh, Gabby, I really appreciate you for joining me um, this um, this morning. Uh, let everyone know when they can follow you. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. So you can follow me on twitter at gabby underscore burgos 27 and you can follow the film posers which is my podcast at film posers on twitter instagram and our youtube channel all right Stay tuned for our sundance coverage yes yes everyone's doing a lot of a lot of great um coverage including you guys so i'm excited um to see every to see everyone's results um all right everyone you can follow me on twitter at cinemaniac94 and the podcast facebook instagram twitter at cinemania world thank you guys for joining us once again we will talk to you guys later bye-bye